1: inside that record store across the whole world
0: they've gone searching for shelves of gold to find that perfect score you're listening to the record store recon. you're listening to the record
2: story recon. Well, welcome back to another edition of record store recon on the Goldmine podcast of course we're joined by dr disc who every issue he reviews a record store Uh, goes there personally uh, as Dr. Disc. So he gets, he's not, he's not biased at all. And he, uh, you know, during COVID he had to do some, you know, (laughs) it was really the website uh, more than the actual store, but we got through it. Right, doctor.
1: We did. We did. We weathered the storm.
2: Um, this time we're going to visit Culture Clash in Toledo, Ohio. Um, their website is cultureclashrecords.com. Now, the outside looks like um, I could pull up my horse and tie <laughs> it and jump out. It looks like a Western Frontier facade. Um, but then you go in, and it looks pretty, pretty modern and clean, man. I, I feel I can eat off of that wood floor man it's uh, really you don't usually see that in record stores
1: no um i think you you've hit it right on the nail it's interesting cuz the the front door to the store is actually around the back side of the building oh ah. so you drive you you see the building from the main road and then you drive around turn down a side street and then come into the parking lot um and so you're right you don't know what you're going to expect Um, And you're right. The outside um, looks like a very small storefront Mm. and you open the door and then there is just this beacon of sunshine and clean. And I will tell you, this is, I wrote it in my notes, probably one of the brightest and cleanest stores I've ever visited.
2: It looks like it. It almost looks like, um, you know, when I would walk into a clothes boutique or something, it's that clean, very I, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Like you don't, it, do, it still feels like it has a homey feel, but uh, especially near the stage, like they have a stage set up, um, which is pretty cool. Um, but you said the first thing you see really when you walk in is the store swag. And I know you're all about the store swag. Yeah. So did you get some?
1: I did. Um, I found he had a um, a shirt that kind of had the design they had let's just say borrowed from a birds album and um he had mentioned that he actually drew that himself the owner tim um drew that when he one day when he was at the hospital sitting uh, and waiting for something to occur and he came up with that concept but um their swag is pretty cool they, they've done a lot of different unique things with the culture clash i believe there's hats there was hoodies um t-shirts stickers um, but I, I am a big fan of, of of swag, and as we work on quilt number two, Culture Clash has made the quilt, so we will have a Culture Clash shirt on the quilt.
2: For those of you who don't know, listeners, if you're new, uh, Dr. Disk takes shirts that he he bought from each record store, and he makes quilts out of them. The ones that he doesn't wear, he makes uh, quilts, and it's nice, to on a nice winter day to you know, cover yourself with record store <laughs> record store quilts. That is true. <laughs> you should sell those things, man.
1: Oh, no way, man. These things are way too no one could afford them because yeah. each each quilt has, I think, 72 shirts on it. If you do the math, um, you know, those shirts range anywhere from ten to twenty dollars a shirt. So this could be an expensive hobby.
2: So they carry everything, all the formats, yeah, books, uh, they even have stereo equipment, um, probably the old school stuff with tubes. Um, do the ha- for those who don't know, what are the Super Seven figures?
1: Super Seven figures are collectibles, but they're um, they're little figurines. But they traditionally are not like your superhero figurines or GI Joe. They're more like the characters from the Misfits or the characters from. Um, from Milo, uh, or from the Descendants. Uh, right. um, I'm trying to think, they've come up with a bunch of different seven figures. I think there's, um, I think they did a Coolio one. Um, so there's a lot of different kind of um, iconic figures. Right. Oh, Eddie, Eddie, there's a lot of different versions of Eddie from Iron Maiden.
2: We actually have some of those in the gold mine store, which is my, segue into go to shop.coldmindbag.com
1: that's right
2: (laughs) for all your vinyl box set collectible needs but seriously no the shop is very cool because not only can i mean we curate it so you know it's pretty pretty damn cool for collectors it's just not uh you know like as boring as amazon Uh, (laughs) that's what i want to not that I want to, uh, you know, talk trash about Amazon, but you know, hey, this I is like tagline. For, I think, think that's a new by tagline. For, yeah, buy collecting stuff. You know, it's like it, it's a one stopper. For that's collection. right. So you said the staff was very helpful, right? You had two staff members that were very cool. They they even went down the basement in the storage area to get you some Moby Grape records.
1: Yeah. So um when I first got in there I met a staff member uh, who goes by the name Torch. Um and oh, she's yeah. been she's been there a while. Um well, she that sounds extreme.
2: like a super seven figure, superhero, Torch. <laughs> <laughs> um you she have superpowers
1: yeah i don't i don't know i did not ask well maybe Um, she
2: does she found your moby grape records that
1: is true that is true she (laughs) may have she may have a super sense of finding um so one of the interviews i had done with um a band um which um was dream syndicate and i had talked with their lead singer and and asked him what kind of records he he wishes he still had he said he wished he could find some moby grape and so i went out on the search to try and find him some moby Grape which, by the way, that is not easy to find, Moby Grape Records. You're right. But are um, I went to Culture Clash, and I asked, and she said, well, you know, we don't have anything out, but let me go look in the basement. And about five minutes later, she came back, and she had a stack of about six to eight Moby Grape Records, and I just went through them, and she priced them for me right then and there, and I was able to get them. And I thought that was extremely generous of her to do. Um, you know, there were other customers in the store, but they did have other staff there, so I think it's it's nice when you have more than one staff member running your store. It allows them to do something like this.
2: So you um, so you did get some for Dream Syndicate.
1: I did, and I'm hoping to see them in the next month, and I will hand deliver those
2: records to them. I'm curious to see what their reaction is. Yeah. Uh, don't don't forget to tell us about it. Yep,
1: yeah, I, um, I will.
2: Now, Tim, the owner, is like mostly every record store owner. Thank God, there he's very passionate. Hmm. Um, So he is, he's, how many locations? Just the one.
1: Um, They've been at this location for a little over two years. Uh, They, I can't remember how long they were at a previous location, but, you know, he did just a wonderful job with this store. And um, he's a collector. I mean, I I would hope that most record store owners are. Um, And you can tell that he takes a lot of pride in, He's very um,
2: organized, yeah. Factory. Very, very organized, yeah. More so than most uh places. That's not a knock. Uh, I like to do no. crate digging and look through the stacks of unpriced records, but um, which are probably in his basement, like you said. But um, that's where the gold is, by the way. If you go <laughs> to a record store owner's basement. Or storage that's where I found some of my best and other record collectors I talked to find their best stuff yeah because it hasn't been out in the shelves it hasn't been priced you know because you're the first to see it basically yeah um, I agree <clears throat> okay so you found some some of those great items and yeah. I thought they the they're priced pretty fairly um you found a lookout records compilation maybe we could talk about that
1: yeah it was I was really um stoked about that one out of all the records I found cuz so there were I I think that besides the Moby Grapes, there were two other things I bought I bought a re uh reissue of Ramones Rocket to Russia color vinyl from Rhino Records um and, and that's not a hard find you can find that you know at, at most record stores but um leave it to a store in the middle of the midwest to find a Lookout records cop that you know you tend to never find in the Midwest because it was such a big thing out on the West Coast with the booklet in it. From, the cop was called the thing that ate Floyd. And um for 30 bucks, I felt like I walked out of there with a really good find.
2: And like a lot of record stores, they put their rarest records on the wall. Yes, they do. So uh they don't mix it in with the gen pop. Um so, but you found a first edition Ramones for 150 bucks. Did you buy it?
1: I did not. That it, it, I don't think the misses would have been real happy if I would have walked out with it. But sure um, she would. You guys. I was tempted. It. I was very, very tempted to get it, knowing that I was um, hopefully going to be having an opportunity to sit down with Marky Ramone. Uh, but then I would quickly remember, well, he's not on that album anyway, so I can save my money.
2: So you did your yardstick. There was no rumors on hand, but you had Dark Side of the Moon, Van Halen won, price yep. twenty and fifteen dollars respectively. And uh, Yeah.
1: Cool. I mean, I think it seems like it, you know, it's a shame it takes for someone to pass away for the records to really go up in value. But when Eddie Van Halen passed away, it seems like all the Van Halen catalog um, almost doubled in price overnight. And um, to find a Van Halen 1 in very good plus condition for $15, I thought was really good. Um, I, know,
2: I know other record store owners and employees listen to this podcast. So I want to make it clear that what they do, um, Culture Clash has a rewards program. Every dollar you spend, you get a point. That's correct. That's what every record store should do. I don't care how small you are, man. Give the person an incentive to come back and make it feel like a community. Like I a, completely like agree. A record club. You got to do it. I don't care, man. Yep. Get, some, get, get, a, get one of your employees to figure it out if you can't do it. Um,
1: well, and you know, it's interesting because a lot of stores I talk with will ask me, we, we have a lot of conversation around record store day because... I think one of the biggest dilemmas that record store owners deal with is the the flippers. Yeah. So you know, but yet you know, you have right. to, looking at it from the side of the record store owner, they invest a lot of money well, listen, and they want to make sure that they move this product.
2: Listen, they got to so, get the flippers out of their mind. It's like a right. person worrying about cancer. You can't control stuff like that. You right. Know,
1: just, but they ask me, they ask me all the time. You know what? what have you seen out there as a great way to to not upset their regulars um, by having all these people who they only see one time a year stand out at the store at you know at 2 a.m to be the first person to go in and they buy up as much as they can buy and I think having and I'm not saying that that Tim does this but having a club like this where every dollar you spend you get a point allows stores also to track who their best customers are. Right. And I'm a big fan of those are the people that you should then reach out to for Record Store Day and say, listen, you know, right. my first five spots are going to be to my top five customers. And after this that,
2: what Record Store Day is all about, about yeah. the community and supporting the culture of Record Store Day. I'm tired of people complaining about it, yep. especially the old school um, owners um you know they, they're they're looking at the negatives the flippers and all that shit. you know there's negative and positive things about everything uh, even religion so why wouldn't there be about <laughs> record store day so you know the main thing is is that record store day is there to get people in the store yeah actually buying and selling not just the record store day uh, releases but other stuff in the store so i mean you know sure you're gonna have flippers but you have that in everything in life. There's oh. to someone to try to spoil the purity of it. So, you know, it's just like shut up and play your guitar. You know, <laughs> sell the fucking Record Store Day records. Let people come in your store. Enjoy it. You know? Well, um, and That's I my think, sermon.
1: I yeah. think Tim does a good job of trying to make Record Store Day much more than just the record stores. He says I know they have bands that that perform all day long. They have food trucks that they bring in. Um, And like you touched on, they do a vintage sale. So they are, you know, focusing people's attention on more than just the brand new, you know, shiny releases that are coming out.
2: And plus Um, you don't have to go there bright and early to get the best and rarest release and stand in line or whatever. If that annoys you go later because you you show up later, there's still stuff there. And you could get some of the record store day releases that will still be left behind. I have, because uh, I go to several stores, you know. So by the time yeah. I get to, uh, maybe I'll get to one store about 2 p.m. And there's still stuff that, say, I couldn't find that I was looking for in other stores. But here it is. <laughs> you know? And uh, I got I I look all over other stuff, too. Used stuff, you know. And that's not three records. It could be used CDs or cassettes or. New releases. So, you know, uh you don't have to go bright and early. Uh some people have this in mind that you gotta, you know, it's gonna be this Disneyland kind of adventure. Um, waiting for each ride for an hour. No, it's yeah, time. yeah. Um but anyway, what's up next? Do you have it? First of all, do you have any giveaways?
1: Um I we do not have a giveaway for this one. Um we will have giveaways for the next one um and so i'm going to talk about sullivan's records in west virginia in charleston west virginia the giveaways though will not be from the store um i uh, was able to spend a few weeks ago i was able to spend the weekend at uh, riot fest in chicago a three-day festival met with a lot of bands and believe it or not those bands were nice enough to autograph some records for us so we're gonna have some autographed albums from some of your more popular bands that we will be able to uh, give out next month.
2: Cool. You know, I've always, there was, I can't remember the name of the record store, but it was one of my favorite recons. The record store where you drove up, and there was a drive up record store oh
1: yes that is um that is also in west virginia but that was in beckley west virginia
2: oh god
1: yeah and they've moved that store now what happened they moved they moved their store out of beckley into um, a different part of virginia Um, and i actually went and visited one of their stores when i when i before the day before I went to this one in Charleston, I did go visit their other record store and, and talk to the owner about the drive-through record store. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I love the drive-through. <laughs> I, I think it's it was a great so friendly, right? And it was great with COVID, but yeah, I love it even without COVID. I mean, I like maybe I just want to drive up and say, Hey, give me the new uh Radiohead or give me the new uh Regina Speck, or... Now some of the, give me the reissue of (laughs) Iron Maiden, Number the Beast, or whatever. That's right. right. You could just see if they have it. You could call ahead of time and just pick it up. Not a total McDonald's experience, but you know, it could be fun. I don't know. It's different. I like. Yeah, that was that was cheap thrills records. Ah, well, that's my cheap thrill. I want to. I want (laughs) to drive through. please if you're starting this record store and you're listening to this drive yeah. through put it get get a place like a, an old bank and redo it so it has that drive
1: through oh that would be funny if you could send it through the tube
2: <laughs> send a t-shirt swag through. The that's tube. right that's right send a
1: t-shirt
2: okay so what's um you said who's next so i guess we're gonna wait till our next podcast um and the good doctor is going to be off to another adventure. Yep. Well, thank you Dr. Desk. My it's pleasure. On the Record Store Recon, people don't forget to go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content. That's not in the print edition. And some of it is, but most of it's not. The print edition comes up bi-monthly month, now. You can get it at newsstands, select newsstands like Barnes & Noble and Books-A-Million and also you know we have a radio show on cygnusradio.com every Sunday at seven that talks about the latest issue we play music etc and don't forget to go to our shop which we mentioned earlier curated by collectors for collectors shop.goldminemag.com I think we got some cool stuff in uh not bands that I particularly like but they're excellent collectibles we got one of creeds albums that was never on vinyl before um opaque orange and uh we've got a nancy wilson bundle blue vinyl and she signed everything uh herself she um i think 200 copies of uh a print and it also comes with a bonus cd so it's very cool it's exclusive only to to goldmine all for right. all you, for all you heart fans out there, pick that up. So, uh see you next time on the Goldmine Podcast. This is the Record Store Recon Edition. All right, Doctor Death. See you later.
1: See you later. Bye. Find what you're looking for inside that record store across the whole world. There you go.
0: Searching for shelves of gold to find that perfect score. You're listening to the Record Story Call. You're listening to the Record Story Call. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.